What's up, what's up, Los Angeles? It's me, your host, Casey Diaz of the Shot Caller Podcast. What's wrong with people, man? Yeah, we're going to talk about the smashing grabs. Because it's getting stupid out there. It's getting dumb. So we're going to be talking about that. Here we go. First, before we go into that topic, and it's an important topic to talk about, um, I want to thank our supporters that are out there. Um, for those of you that are, uh, you know, monthly uh, sponsors, or those of you that want to become sponsors, we need all the help that we can get down here. And it's very easy. Go to my website, kcdiaz72 at gmail.com on Venmo or kcds72 at gmail.com on PayPal. And you could do whatever donation you want to do there. Or or you can go to directly to the website, which is kcds.net, and become a monthly sponsor that way. How do you do that? Well, you'll click on the podcast button that will shoot you to the podcast. And on there, there's a support button. You'll press that. And it'll give you three options on how to support this program. Very easy. Um, and then you can become a, a monthly supporter, which I really would um, be thankful for. But let's talk about these smash and grabs that are going around the country. Because these are, they're irritating. And I'll tell you why. Because it's not just a crime. It's not just, you know, uh, it's not just the stealing of uh, property of goods that in it, that alone in, it, in itself is is a bad thing it's a crime but what else does it do and we're going to talk about that well <laughs> i i i got in, this is how bad this 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 thing is going this is how bad this thing is going this thing is going so bad that i was invited by the by by a rental company, a property company, uh, I'm sorry, and I'm going to be speaking to over 40,000 rental property owners with Apartment Owners Association of California. That, that's the company that has uh, invited me to, to speak to over 40,000 rental property owners. And I'm going to be sharing some of these, you know, some of the stuff that, I think is important uh, in safeguarding your property. And I'll give you some of those bullet points. I'm going to be talking about firsthand knowledge of what gang members look that uh, what gang members look for in, in, in a property, how to deal with tenants involved in gangs and drugs, how to prevent or lessen the possibility of a break-in, how to create a, a safe environment around the property, what attracts them to your area, what attracts gang members and drug dealers to your area. That's something that you, you really want to know. What keeps gang members away? That's another one, right? What time of day are they most likely to be active? How to befriend law enforcement and learn from them. How to work with single moms. Finding alternative activities for young kids. Working with schools. Do they have after school activities? How to attract the right tenants? And of course, asking God for help through prayer. That's the main one. But this is important, and these are the, 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 the speaking points that I'm going to be talking about 
throughout, uh, and there's 40,000, 40,000 property owners in Los Angeles that are going to be zooming in and listening to me, well, describe what attracts gang members and drugs into your area, into your, into your property. And what can you do to get rid of them? Or how can you become a, a solution to this big problem? And somebody might say, well, why, why are they buying property in bad areas? Because they can. Because if you have money, you can do that. That's why. Because if somebody has the means to buy property, they can buy it anywhere they like. Just like you can if you have the means to do so. And, and you shouldn't be scared about, you know, gangs and drugs coming in there. If, if you choose to buy a property in, in a bad area, well, how do you clean up that area? Who does that? If you're waiting on politicians to, to clean up your neighborhood, you're waiting on the wrong people. Thank you guys that are on TikTok for joining me. I know uh, earlier we had about, I don't know, like almost 200 people on here. If you're joining me on TikTok, um, you're not going to be able to hear uh, the the clips that I'm playing uh, on here. You'll only hear me talking. So if you want to hear the whole entire episode, uh, go ahead and subscribe uh, to your Apple podcast, to your iTunes, uh, through uh, iHeartRadio, uh, Spotify. I'm on all of those uh, uh, major networks uh, or major uh, podcast hosts. Um, just type in the Shock Holler podcast and you could listen to the entire episode with the talking uh, bullets and points and everything else uh, on here. But thank you so much for for joining. But what's 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 the root problem to these smash and grabs? Why is there such an alarming spike of crime in our inner cities? Well, I can only speak for here in California. We have two real bad propositions that were. Well, they were passed by misinformed voters, and um, mainly their Proposition 47 and Proposition 57. And <laughs> these two, what's so bad about them? Well, Prop 47 was very, how do I say this without really, no, I'm going to say it. It was conniving. The way it's written is very conniving. But it, because they call it the Safe Neighborhoods and School Act. Now, that sounds pretty nice and dandy. But then, then what? And then Proposition 57, the Public Safety and Rehabilitation Act. Those two are labeled a certain way to make uninformed voters go to the polls, cast in your votes, and if you didn't read those propositions correctly, well, the titles, and that's what they're hoping for. They're hoping that you don't read the whole entire thing, right? They're hoping that you just read the title. Headline readers, that's what they go for. For somebody that looks at the headline and goes, oh, that sounds good, right? Because at, at first glance, the Safe Neighborhoods and School Act, yeah, let's do, let's do that, right? If you're a headline reader, you're going to say yes to that. <laughs> Same thing with Proposition 57, the Public Safety and Re Rehabilitation Act. They sound nice. But what did they do? Well, we'll talk about that. We have chain stores closing, such, such as Walgreens. Shoplifting, listen to this, is costing 25000 
per store, according to some reports. $25,000 per store. You got mobs of thieves running into stores, scaring actual hardworking shoppers, kids, grandmas. It's getting ridiculous. And, um, well, it's a weak on crime approach. That's what's causing this. I want to, I want to play this this clip for you. I'm going to play this clip for you and see what you think. <laughs> Make sure you don't have anything uh that you're not drinking anything right now cuz you'll probably spit it out. Listen to this 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 is this is Jen Saki being asked by a reporter what what does she think um is the root problem of the spiking crime, the smashing grabs, and then listen to her answer. You ready for this? Oh, this is a good one. When a huge group of criminals organizes themselves and they want to go loot a store, a CVS, a Nordstrom, a Home Depot, until the shelves are clean, you think that's because of the pandemic? I think a root cause in a lot of communities is the pandemic, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Did she just say that the root problem, the reason why Louis Vuitton, Nordstrom's, CVS, Walgreens, Rite Aid's, and all these other places are being ripped off of because of the pandemic? Tell me how dumb that just sounded. Tell me how dumb that sounded to you. You probably spit out your coffee or your water or your soda, whatever you were drinking, because that was the most idiotic answer I have ever heard. That because there's, you know, and I don't believe in this pandemic anyway, but because there's this pandemic that there's all of a sudden an urge to go and smash and grab some Louis Vuitton purses, some Louis Vuitton jackets, jewelry, diamonds, chains. Because of the the pandemic has woken criminals to go, oh, I need some new Nikes. Let me go smash and grab the Nike store and run out with some Nike uh, stuff. How... What is wrong with her? What is wrong with this group of people? I don't get it, man. In one case, over $100,000 worth of handbags were stolen. This is just one case. And you probably, you know, saw it on the news or maybe you didn't. But in one case, over $100,000 worth of handbags were stolen. And the and, and and the mob that went in there and did the smashing grab were out within 24 hours. Within 24 hours, they they were apprehended and they were let go within 24 hours. The same 24 hours. After a hundred thousand dollars worth of merchandise was ripped off. But this was the cause, according to Jen Saki, this the root problem was the pandemic. This is what caused these guys to go and loot Louis Vuitton. And they're going to Melrose. 
They're going to Beverly Hills. They're already started here in Burbank. And, well, Burbank, we suffer from, from, from we got some politicians here that, well, you know. Um, you got, we got some, some, some fools starting to run Burbank now that have no business running Burbank. But, man, don't get me started. Adam Schiff, right? Well, I think that's the first name that comes to mind. These people are weak on crime. And we've, we've, they, they continue to misinform people. These left-wing politicians, by labeling, labeling things and props a certain way, and they hope, they hope that you're a, a headline reader and vote for the propositions to go into place. And what have they caused? Well, what's proposition caused? Uh, what, what, propos- what proposition, Prop 47, what did it cause? What did it do? Listen to what it really did. It reduced drug possession charges. It made some felonies to be lowered to misdemeanor, misdemeanor charges. And it made anything under $950 a petty theft. Now, I don't know about you, but $950, there ain't nothing petty about that. It's $950. And, well, that's a petty theft now. That's a petty theft. Thank you, uh, Gascon. Thank you, um, Mayor of Los Angeles. This is what's happening, man. And it's not only happening here in California. It's happening in New York, Chicago, and to a city near you. If we allow it. My problem is that these smashing grabs, not only, it's not just the property, man. They, 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 they run in there in mobs of 10, 20, 30, right? And they're scaring old ladies and old, old, old people. They're scaring the wits out of kids because they're breaking glass, you know, shouting and all the melee that, 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 that takes place in that, you know, five minutes or, or three minute, you know, charge in there. And people are scared. Law-abiding citizens are scared because they don't know when it's going to happen. And these mobs of gangs, because that's what they are, they're gangs. They dress differently now, but they're still gangs. And they're going in there and robbing people, breaking, causing havoc to the city. And within 24 hours, they're out. Let's look at Proposition 57. (laughs) The Public Safety and Rehabilitation Act. It made nonviolent felons, or it gave them a pass to early release. And so when they're in front of a parole board, they're only looking at the last charge, at the the last charge that they went in, in for. They're not looking at the whole entire jacket they're not looking at, at at the entire rap sheet of the person that 
is going up for parole. They're only allowed to look at the last crime. Well, why is there a problem with that? The problem is that it's a behavioral problem. It's a criminal problem. It's a rap sheet. And now you're telling parole board, the parole board, no, you can't, you're not allowed to look at, you're not allowed to base your, you know, whether they go home or, or, or they stay based on, uh, on their entire criminal history. You could only base it on that last crime. Why is there a problem with that? Well, I'll tell you where there's a problem with that. Because if you keep letting people out, they're going to keep committing the same crime over and over. And it's not just the same crime because little crime ends up becoming at some point big crime. If you look at history of, 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 of crime itself, if you look at serial murders, most serial murders didn't start as serial murders. Look at this. I mean, look at the, for some of you that, that are so, you know, all into the science part of it. Well, let's look at the science part of it then. And the science part of it says that most serial killers started with little crimes, little thefts here and there, right? But there were thefts. There weren't little crimes. There were thefts. Somehow we're, we're in this place where we want to call things and we, we want to dilute what the real meaning of something is. And we want to call it, we just want to sugarcoat crimes. But if you look at the history of serial murders, it started with petty theft. It started with strangling and, and, and putting cats in microwaves and, and all that stuff, right? Torturing animals, watching a lot of porn, or just watching porn, period. And then it led to a kidnapping, a strangulation, a stabbing to death, or a shooting to death. That's what it, that's what it ended up being. When, when society is soft on crime, that criminal now thinks in his head, in her head, that they can get away with the next crime because there's no, there's no you know, ramification there's no penalty for my crime so i might as well just do it again and we have politicians that don't care about this society about our country and are destroying the very fabric of it intentionally so now parole boards well they could only look at the, the current crime and they have to base their decision on the current crime rather than the whole entire rap sheet. So if somebody's been robbing 25 times, well, let's just ignore that. Uh, he's only here for that one robbery this time. So based on that robbery, we got to let him go because it's only based on that robbery. See what I'm saying? That doesn't make sense. How is that a public safety and rehabilitation act? How is that helping society? What it's doing is it's releasing dangerous individuals back into, into into our cities and then and then what and you might say well who are you to talk on this topic well i'll tell you who i am i'm kcd as a former ex-convict 
that and and I and I I've shared this I think several times on this podcast. I thank God for my parole agent. I thank God for the for the for the people that kept me in prison when they kept me in prison. I thank God for them. Because it was through that process of hard hard on crime that that mentality, those laws that were in place when I was in there that actually got me to understand that I was not going to keep getting away with what I was getting away with. And that my actions were going to determine whether I would ever go home. And that if I kept committing crimes, well, then time was going to be added continually to my sentence. And when I got out on parole, I had a very, very, and I mean a very strict parole agent who didn't play games. And through that process, I got to learn to make better decisions in life. And yes, I was born again. Yes, I was a Christian already. <clears throat> yes, I got myself into a church. Yes, I got involved with the with the city, with with, with you know people, and, and 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 I started helping my community out. And through all that, different changes started to take place. And today, I, I speak all over the country on this very issue, on crime and gangs. I'm going to be talking to over 40,000, listen to this, over 40,000 apartment owners. 40,000, that's a lot of people. They're going to join me on a Zoom call, and I'm going to be speaking on, on, on some topics that, that I shared earlier on with you. Why is, why all of a sudden I'm in high demand to talk on these subjects? Well, because it's a real problem that we're facing. And who better to talk to? Who better to talk to on these topics than somebody that's been there, done that, and bought the shirt? Listen, we're going. <laughs> we 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 are going the wrong way, people. We are going the wrong way when we are soft on crime. Could you imagine being? Christmas shopping with your grandmother and 10, 20, 30 individuals just walk in there breaking glass scaring the cahoots of your grandmother while all she wanted is a little dress and she has to deal with this kind of nonsense these smashing grabs what are we doing? what are we going to do about this? this is an important subject matter in in America right now. San Francisco has lost its marbles. It's been lost its, its marbles. Because, again, soft on crime. And then we, 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 then these politicians decided, well, the bail, right? The bail has to, you know, it's, it's just too much for some of the, uh, uh, the, the, the people facing charges. Let's lower them. And I just shared about that Louis Vuitton uh, store. They lost $100,000 worth of handbags. In, in less than three to four minutes, they lost $100,000 worth of handbags. And within 24 hours, these guys were apprehended and they had to let them go. 
they had to let them go. I was listening to another radio station, and there was a police officer there. He said that this is him saying this. He said in some time, in some in some occasions, I arrest the guys, and before I could finish the arrest report, they're already out on the streets. They beat me. <laughs> He's literally, literally just filling in the information, the the the, the crime report. And the guy that he just arrested or the gal that he just arrested is walking out the door before he can sign it and turn it over to the DA's office. How backwards is that? How backwards is that? And that's here in California. This is in California. Ladies and gentlemen, those of you that are on TikTok, thank you so much for joining me. Um, you, You won't be able to listen to the clips that I play on here on TikTok. Um, but if you subscribe to the Shot Caller Podcast on Apple, iHeartRadio, Spotify, you can find me there. The Shot Caller Podcast by Casey Diaz. You'll be able to listen to the entire episode in its totality. We need to we need to be hard on crime. Period. The nonsense has to start uh, stop because it's just it is just too much. It is ripping apart our cities. And people like Jen Psaki, who think that the pandemic, the pandemic, is the root cause of the uprising crime, is just, it is just so dumb to even think that way. But these are the people that are running our country. What are we going to do? Well, we have to stand up. The adults have to stand up. We have to be at town hall meetings. We need to be at city halls. We need to we need to vote them out. We need to kick them out out of ever, ever making any decisions in America. They're career politicians that have never worked or sweated or, you know, came back home with blisters in their hands and feet because they were working with boots. They have never worked a job in their life. They are career politicians. They are money makers. How do these, how do these politicians make millions when 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 they're out of office and during their office uh, uh, time when their salaries are should only be a what what uh, I don't and I don't even agree that their salary should be 150 140. I don't even agree to that. But. <laughs> these are the folks that are making millions you're going to tell me that there's no back backstage huh, uh, stuff shenanigans happening back there this is it's, it's insane but if you want more information I suggest that you um, contact um uh, the Apartment Owners Association of California. I'll be talking to 40,000 rental property owners on a Zoom call. That's a lot of people, a lot of uh, owners. And I'm going to be talking about how to protect the properties, um, how to, you know, look out for drug dealers. How do we fix this problem? And I hope that you join uh, the Apartment Owners Association of, of California uh, and, uh, you know, become a partner with them, see how you could uh, help them out. 
because, well, this is it's just going insane. But again, I'll be sharing uh, my story and then uh, talking about some bullet points here with them on making their properties a lot more safer, if at all possible. Thank you so much for those of you that have joined me. Again, if you are on TikTok, thank you so much for uh, spending your half hour uh, with me. Uh, if you want to listen to the entire episode in its entirety, uh, go to uh, your Apple, to Spotify, iHeart, Anchor, and uh, look for me at the Shot Caller Podcast, the Shot Caller Podcast. There's the logo. You'll see this logo on there. Click on that, subscribe that. And if you are new and you want to support this podcast, go to my website, kcds.net. On there, uh, once you get there, uh, you're going to click on the podcast button. The podcast will pop up, and then it'll have a support button on there, and you can become a monthly supporter of this program. I'd love for you to help me out on that way. Uh, you could also uh, give by going to Venmo or um, PayPal, and uh, my email is uh, at kcds72 at gmail.com. KCDS72 at gmail.com, and you can give your donation that way. Thank you so much for joining me. Until the next time, you know I'm going to say it because I always do. You know I'm going to say it. What does he say? Some of you in TikTok don't know what I say. But every time I finish this episode, I finish it this way. Put Jesus first. Until next time, Los Angeles. Have a blessed, blessed day. And uh, I'll see you when I see you.